If a movie were being set in June 2021, you might see in that movie uh, a group of people talking to each other and some of them wearing masks and some of them not wearing masks. You might see some people fist bumping or elbow bumping with one another and other people shaking hands and hugging. We're in this time right now where we're in between two modes. We're really straddling two worlds. Um, a friend told me a story the other day where she was on the sidewalk of a street in her neighborhood and somebody was walking towards her wearing a, a motorcycle helmet and they had the visor up and something tickled her nose and she suddenly sneezed and without missing a beat, the person pulled his visor down. <laughs> this is the moment that we're in. We're getting to this place that's a little bit beyond where we have been living in the midst of the pandemic and yet the virus is still present. It is still around us and we still have an awareness of it. We're kind of in that place where the seas are calming down, but they haven't completely calmed, not just yet. And I think about the storm in the gospel today, and I think about the experience of those disciples, and we have some things in common with them. We've been in the midst of real physical danger and fear, legitimate fear, and testing and vulnerability for us all. And now we are so blessed to be able to see a little bit beyond what has been consuming so much of our attention, so much of all that we could see in the wind and the waves of this long storm. And it is time now, on this morning, to ask the question, what have we learned? What have we discovered about ourselves? And where has Jesus been in all of this? The story in the gospel that we heard sounds very tidy at first. It's a miracle story. There's a problem and Jesus solves it. There's a big storm and it's threatening the life of those people in the boat. And he stills the wind and the waves. Um, it harkens back to the psalm that we just heard where it says that he quieted the waves to a whisper and stilled the, stilled the storm of the sea. But it's not as straightforward as it sounds. Uh, Mark tells this story in just so few words, but the details are really gripping. Do you notice one of the details is that when they're in the middle of the wind and the waves and the water is coming in and it's starting to swamp the boat, what is Jesus doing? He's asleep. He's on the cushion in the stern of the boat and he is sleeping through this big event. And the first thing that happens when they speak to him is they are upset with him for not being upset. And the way I read this is that for Jesus, a storm is not a storm. Just as scripture says that for the Lord, night is not night. Jesus is with them in it. And only when they ask him to help then he does, and he shows the power that he possesses, but he also, he doesn't just rebuke the waves. Do you notice one other thing? He rebukes their fear. I think it was Robert Frost who said that the thing that he feared the most was scared people. And there's a lesson in that as well. 
The disciples are afraid and they are helpless in their fear. Jesus, Jesus is unafraid. And so we may ask, do we want a Jesus who will take away our troubles and make our lives easy? Is that what we seek? Or do we seek one who will be so courageous that he will be in the boat with us? The good news is not merely about the extent of his power, but the power of his compassion, his ability to join with us in the boat. I think the hymn that we will sing in a little bit gets it right. The hymn says, or the verses of the hymn go like this. When the storms of life are raging, stand by me, stand by me. When the storms of life are raging, stand by me, stand by me. When the world is tossing me like a ship upon the sea, thou who rulest wind and waters, stand by me, stand by me. Now, early on in the pandemic, like perhaps many of you, um, my household ended up watching a lot of movies. We would stream movies at home, and to be honest, it was a little bit of escapism, you know, to see depictions of time back the way things were before everything shut down. And we saw a lot of movies that uh, made us laugh, and then we saw some movies that inspired us greatly. Um, we did not watch the movie Outbreak. I don't know if any of you saw that. We weren't up for that movie. Um, but we did make one uh, big tr mistake in our movie choices one time. We watched a movie that perhaps, I'm sure many of you have seen. It's a, a well-known movie, an Academy Award-winning movie that we remembered fondly, but it was a terrible choice for that phase early in the pandemic. And it was the movie Titanic. Of course, Titanic is based on a true story, an incredible true story. This cruise liner that nobody believed could possibly sink. A cruise liner that was so luxurious, but they chose, in, instead of putting the full allotment of lifeboats, they only had enough lifeboats for about half of the people that were aboard. And then tragically, when the boat did sink, the 2,200 passengers that were aboard only 700 were able to be saved. And those scenes really struck me when you see people getting in the lifeboats, and some of the lifeboats, they didn't even fill to capacity and sent them out away from the ship. The hubris and the way that they were paralyzed by fear caused hundreds of lives that didn't need to perish to perish. And remember, that was back in the beginning of the pandemic when we saw that movie. In the early stages of the pandemic, do you remember this like I do? I, I remember a feeling that we were going to get through this together. There was a feeling that we had this common uh, struggle and a worldwide adversary that was going to bring us together. Some people were saying, we're all in the same boat. And then some of us were also saying, but let's remember that's not exactly the case. We're all in the same storm. In reality, we are in different boats. And some of those boats are more seaworthy than others. And we need to be aware of that and those in the other boats. And this 
the way that this movie played out, I think, has become a little bit prophetic, the way that history repeats itself. We ended up tragically seeing that things that never should have been politicized got politicized, like safety, like science, and even each other. The lesson of the gospel and the good news and the hope for us is what Jesus does is he gets in the boat with others. And he asks us to do the same. This is the only way forward, and this is the only way for real healing. And I'm especially mindful on this weekend of Juneteenth that this is the only way that we will really see progress on racial healing is if we get in the boat with one another, like Jesus does. That's what beloved community could look like. So we had other storms as well with our community here at St. John's. It has been a very eventful year to say the least. And I will say that some of what happened is well known and was well publicized, but there were many twists and turns and more complicated chapters than what everybody knows. And there was one particular moment that was a really difficult, difficult time with a lot of peril. And I was on the phone with somebody who I was just meeting that night, but who since then has actually become a friend. And he is an African-American pastor, a young father with two very little kids. And he was reaching out to me, and we were speaking on the phone, and he said to me some words that I'll never forget. He said, you're in a storm right now, but I'm going to get in the boat with you. That night he showed what Jesus looks like. That's the image of Christ. What have we learned from this past year and a half, this storm that we have endured? What have we learned about ourselves? What have we learned about compassion? I pray that we have learned that to be like Jesus is to get in the boat with one another. Amen.